Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors, Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentications. I got a series of emails over the last few weeks from somebody I knew somewhat, not a close friend, but I was very aware of him long ago in the industry, very active. Then he had a hiatus, as many people did. Now he's back, and he was, I think, a good customer of Beckett Grading. And then he had a problem and he contacted me as if I could help, <laughs> made the mistake of responding to him that I was sympathetic to his plight, but that I'm not the boss anymore. And uh, there's a lot of things going on. And some of the things he raises are reasonable concerns. And then there's some uh, speculation he puts out there. And I said, not on my watch. We had safeguards to make sure some of those things didn't happen. And then he said, you're not on the watch anymore. You need to go back in there. Again, I, I don't tell him how to run his business. And I'm very happy being semi-retired. I'm a little bit of an advisor. But the several new regimes they've had since I've been gone, I've been gone a long time now. I wish them well. I stand ready to help. And I've always got opinions. But I'm not the boss. So I can't really fix this guy's problem. I'm sympathetic to it. And I thought, well, I'm not going to out him, but I do want to share what was his concerns were. And they're all in the area of grading logistics. And he took offense. He seemed to think that I was saying that this w couldn't have happened when I was there. And that, that's not what I said. He's concerned about a bunch of things. And those were things that we had safeguards. We caught these things. Let, let me just get down to it. Over the years, this complaint has been made to almost every grading company that they were too slow, not turning their order in time, and he had an upgraded time. Again, BGS is not charging extra for something that is higher value, and some of his cards would have been higher value, but he chose BGS, but he thought the service was slow. I think that's true. It was worse before. I think they're doing better on that, but the grading companies have guidelines. Uh, like I said, when I started, we had on time or it's free and evolve that. I'd love to go back to that, but not the boss. The second complaint he had is that he thought the customer service was not very responsive. My advice to him, which I think he, he didn't hate this, but it'd be my advice to anybody is that you, you when you're trying to get a response from some group or some bullpen or some nameless, faceless person, it's, it's going to be hard to get through. You need to have a person. You need to have a name and somebody that you're going to shoot straight with and, and vice versa. They're, they're going to tell you honestly, hey, we are backed up. You are in line and it doesn't help for you to constantly ask me every day. Uh, where I am in the in the queue in the process. Now, third problem, he got he got his cards back eventually, and he thought he got bad grades, grades that were overly harsh. And he looked at the cards through the holder and was saying, "I just think these are undergraded by not just a half point, but a full point or two points, and that's problematic." Can that happen? But of the cards he was sending in, it's unlikely that something would be seriously undergraded with being a better card because there would be more than one set of eyes looking at it. And all this stuff about graders waking up that day sleepy or angry or hungover or something, I just, I don't believe that. You really have more than one pair of eyes looking at it. And graders that, that consistently undergrade are, are not, I think they shouldn't be there. They, they should be trained and they need to be retrained if they're being too harsh. My experience has been that the less experienced graders actually are more lenient.
when they have less experience, they don't know as much to, what to look for. They don't see the defects or they can see it barely. And they think, oh, if I can barely see it, it's not a big deal. And sometimes if you can see it just from the naked eye, it's a bigger deal than maybe a half point on that particular subgrade. I don't follow the logic because graders want to go faster. And I don't think going faster means being harsh. I, I think going faster too fast, I think, means you overlook some things and you might be too lenient on the grading. This guy is not saying that. He's saying they were extra harsh with him. And again, to BGS's credit, he's breaking down the particular subgrades and saying, look at the surface here. They downed me on surface. And he's looking through the, well, with BGS, you're not just looking through the slab, you're looking through the inner sleeve as well. So it's hard to see that. It's hard to see surface problems. And again, he was showing me the front of the card, not the back of the card. And so when he was complaining about the centering as well as the surface, the back is less, but it does factor into it. Lastly, the or the fourth thing he mentioned, he thought... And he's convinced that his best two cards in his submission were switched out and were replaced with inferior copies. Now, he, he doesn't know how that would happen. Why would it happen is if, if somebody was grading the card in a vacuum and they had a stash of inferior <laughs> near mint cards of this valuable card, uh, just sitting there uh, hidden in their desk in their workspace or at home and they'd go home and they'd bring it in and then he'd swap it out. The card he mentions is a card that he's convinced they were tens, which again is very rare. He mentions there's never been a BGS 10 for that particular card. And I'm, I'm familiar. I'm not just the executive guy. I'm a serious collector and I've had that card and it is particularly condition sensitive. So the fact there's no tens doesn't mean there's a 10 quota or an edict that, hey, we're not giving out any 10s on this. No, the card needs to be graded the way it's graded. Frankly, when he was bringing all this up to me, I, I realized that I couldn't really answer his whole question because he had submitted his cards. If you submit at a show or submit to a bulk submitter, then the, the custody has not come into the BGS system, the internal System threats, we really studied more than 20 years ago. Once it comes into our office, we have lots of safeguards. But until it gets there, lots of things can happen. And that's come up in another famous, I think, legal case. I'm not sure where that is. But until it gets to BGS or after it leaves BGS, that's another story. It's, it's possible that a bulk submitter or somebody, and this guy mentioned, I think, loudly that he thought these cards he was submitting to this sort of bulk submitter type person, that they were tens. You just need to keep your mouth shut and just say, I'm submitting these cards. Don't tell the person at the counter or the bulk submitter, hey, these cards are really great. Now, why would somebody switch? Or, or why would they claim that it was switched? And I'm not accusing this guy of that, but if the cards get lost or damaged or something for you to claim that it was a 10 before you sent it in, whatever your insurance is, you may have a chance to get a claim because the value of a card before it's graded is what you say it is. Now, there's a reason to minimize that if you're submitting to PSA because you're going to be charged based on the value. But with BGS, you could say this is a black label 10. And so if anything happens to it, damaged in transit or something, I just I don't see that. Some of the other problems we had, he doesn't mention, but they're logistical other than just putting the numerical grade on. Sometimes identification is a problem. I've experienced that. I've gotten things where the label was switched out inadvertently. I got two cards. Each one had the other label. I know how the system is done. That can happen, but that's easily uh, fixable. I've gotten cards back myself. Again, this was not reassurance to my old friend that I'd gotten cards back that didn't measure. 
And even though I personally got them from a pack and my name is on the service, they gave me an authentic altered. It's really frustrating, but that's the way it goes. They just have to grade the card. Same thing. I made the mistake a few years ago of not wiping off some of the easily removed surface wax from some older tops cards and they didn't do it for me. And so I got dinged on surface. Sometimes there are situations when cards are coming back with really difficult grades and people think they're being punitive. No, it's just the standards are the standards. Would there ever be a reevaluation of the standards that would make it more strict or less strict? Actually, that can happen. And when you haven't seen very many cards, but you can get a feeling for the normal centering or what is the best centering and the back centering, whether that's uh, problematic for a card. Edges, uh, after you've seen a bunch of them, you might tighten up or loosen up in the sense that this is the way the edges come. Any perfed card coming from a, a perforated sheet, they're not straight edges, um, but they could still get a 9, 9.5, or 10 on the edges if they are perfect for that. And so that's an evaluation. Same thing with surface. I think surface, sometimes there can be uh, more scrutiny, uh, better cameras, better tricks to figure out whether surface is imperfect. My old friend was showing me high-res pictures. Again, it came through on my computer. He digitally sent them to me and the surface doesn't look great because you magnify to this very high degree. Um, the other theory my friend had, which again, I, I don't agree with it, but it could also be something that people hold. And his perception was that if I get faster turnaround service, I'm going to get a better grade. Perhaps they were going to spend less time on it. And so they just pass it through. I don't think that's true. Uh, it better not be true. The, the flip side of that is he was saying, if it's slower turnaround, that provides more opportunity for my card to be switched. Once it's in the building, I just think it's virtually impossible. There's cameras all over the place. But on the other hand, slower means more problems can happen, not necessarily switching out the cards. But when I send things FedEx, I don't send a slow FedEx. If I've got something that's a valuable package, regardless of the insurance, I don't want to have a headache. And so if I send something FedEx, I'm going to send it with one of the overnight services because I don't want it sitting around for somebody to say, hey, I wonder what's in that from Beckett <laughs> or going to BGS or anybody. The criticism he had of, of the slow response is that uh, I think that many of the companies off and on have been uh, shorthanded and every company has been affected by peak load uh, demand. And uh, that's, that's, I think, the reason why they're not doing the uh, the guarantee anymore for on time because it's just hard if you have several people are sick and so through COVID and all that. And lastly, grading logistics is a challenge, but my old friend I knew didn't know well, but enough to know that I, I don't like for people to have a bad experience. And he had a bad customer service experience. And that's one of the things I spent time with Kunal, who was the really sharp CEO who was really sharp about all things digital, but was not very knowledgeable of the collecting, but he understood data. And I had several conversations with him about automating the customer service in ways that would provide for a better experience that would be not so robotic, but would have some things that would assist in this because this was something that festered because this guy just kept getting frustrated and he kept sending stuff to me. And I didn't want to say quit because he's venting and I felt for him, 
but I don't get quick turnaround for my BGS submissions either. And I don't bug them every day. Hey, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Anyway, Kunal was sympathetic to that, but he was not there much longer. And so Kevin, the new CEO, he's got his hands full too. But improving the logistical aspects of grading, it's one of the reasons why people love coming to the Dallas Card Show. And there are other graders there besides BGS, but BGS is very busy with, as Rich points out, a very simple submission process and a good turnaround for those kinds of services. So I am sorry the experience was less than perfect. In a perfect world, all your cards come back tens, but we don't live in a perfect world. Have realistic expectations. Like I said, don't grade your own cards, grade your friend's cards. Let him grade your cards and then decide what you want to submit. Take really good pictures and put it in the mail or bring it to the office or give it in a very secure way. Uh, so that you'll have a good experience. Grading's here to stay, and every grading company needs to tighten up. The man